Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing? I'm doing good, you know, just celebrating the weekend, uh, Father's Day weekend with my sons and, uh, you know, trying to teach one how to drive. He got his, uh, he turned 15 uh, last weekend, so uh, he's getting his driver's ed permit, so fun in the house. How about you? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a happy Father's Day, and I'm glad that uh, I get to spend some time here on WPTF with you, and uh, boy, l- learning how to drive, man, that kind of takes me back. I'm sure uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're kind of white-knuckled there in the passenger seat some of these days. A lot more distractions now than there used to be. Oh, gosh, you're, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. Well, Dr. Mann, let's get into our topic at hand for today, and today we're going to be talking about implants, dental implants, and uh, Dr. Man, dental implants are very common now, and I know you've often said on the program that you believe it's the best choice for replacing a missing tooth. Now, uh, let's, let's revisit that. Why do you say that, that that's the case? Well, we've been placing dental implants for over 20 years now, um, really 30 years uh, and beyond. Um, and dental implants have advanced uh, so much in the past 10 to 15 years that the uh, success rate is very, very high. It's actually the most successful uh, treatment that we do in our office as far as failure and the 10-year survival rate of anything that we do. And that's what we kind of measure uh, whenever we put a crown on the tooth or bridge or an implant. We're looking at the 10-year mark to see if that crown or that bridge or that implant um, is still there. And we, we calculate that in a percentage. And um, dental implants have about a 95% success rate. Uh, so we only have about 5% that fell within 10 years. Um, if you take down, you know, crowns and, and, and bridges that uh, really, if, let's compare a bridge, which would be used to replace a tooth, you're down in the 80 percentile. So um, it, is the, it is the best way to... Um, to uh, replace a missing tooth. One, I think, is because, uh, you know, the other uh, most popular option is a bridge. That's when you uh, cut down the tooth on either side of the missing tooth and you uh, place crowns and then you bond. The lab will actually bond the crown in between the two crowns and you permanently cement that in place. But uh, um, if you think about it, you're having to um, cut down the tooth on either side, which is basically taking away the enamel, which is the the protective coating of the tooth, even though you're putting that, that cap on it or that uh, bridge, you know, you, you still are um, changing the anatomy of that tooth. So why do that when we have a great option of a dental implant and uh, dental implants are easy to place, highly successful. You can't get decay around them. You can't break them. Um, so um, I would say, you, I take that back. You can break them from extreme trauma, like a car accident or something like that. But as far as chewing and uh, regular um, pressure on, on an implant, you can't break it. So for those reasons um, alone, um, I would say that's the number one reason why I think it's the best treatment um, for missing teeth. The other thing is um, uh, the affordability long-term. A lot of people look at, you know, how, how um, costly something is, but uh, I try to explain to most um, patients that are thinking about long-term, if, if you get a bridge and you're say our age in your forties, the chances are very likely that you have to uh, replace that bridge again in your lifetime. And so you're going to be paying for two bridges. And then 20, 30 years later, you're going to be paying the price of that bridge, 
Well, with the dental implant, you're going to have it for life. Um, once you put that implant in, it's not going anywhere. And again, the chances of you losing it um, are very, very slim. So um, for that reason, I think it's, it is the, uh, the, the most affordable long-term way uh, to replace a missing tooth. Um, and the comfort level is the next thing. Um, you, you can floss between it. Um, it acts just like a natural tooth. You, when you fill it, 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 it feels like a natural tooth. With a bridge, because you have that um, missing tooth bonded between two teeth, you can't floss like you would normally floss. Um, you have to use floss threaders or a water pick. Um, you can floss naturally with the with the um, implant. And so, um, for those reasons, I think it is the best choice. The other thing that, um, from a scientific standpoint and and from an anatomical standpoint, is the um, uh, the implant helps preserve the bone as well. Once you remove a tooth. Your body knows that, hey, I don't really have to uh, care about the bone that surrounds that that area where the mi- missing tooth is. Um, so it, it, it stops um, keeping that bone healthy. So you'll see a lot of what we call attrition of the bone in an area where a tooth has been removed. And um, you won't see that when you place an implant um, because when you place an implant, you're biting and stimulating that, that, that bone by biting on that implant. And our body says, hey, I got to keep that bone healthy in that area. So um, that's another great reason too, um, is to keep that bone healthy in the area where you're missing the tooth. That's great advice. And I can see why you're such a big fan of dental implants. If you want to find more information about Dr. Mann and uh, his services, as well as his staff, or if you want to book an appointment, the best place to do that is smileman.com. Man has two ends at the end, smileman.com. You can also find information about Dr. Mann's three locations. He has an office in Cary, an office in Garner, and a office an office in Fuquay, Verena. You can find those all. I wish I had a golfist. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I've turned this into a Dr. Seuss story. I don't know what I was yeah. doing there. But smileman.com is the website if you want to find more information about Dr. Mann's offices, three offices, or you can also call 919 919- 462-9338. A quick break and back with more. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. I am Jason Kong. I have the pleasure of being here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. You can always find him online at smileman.com. Man with two N's at the end, smileman.com. Today we're talking about dental implants, and Dr. Mann, you just went over why you're such a big fan of dental implants, and let's let's get into the timing here. So, um, you know, typically I, I would think that when someone is in need or a, a fit for an implant, it's uh, it's typically an emergency. Uh, I may be wrong there. I guess I'm just speculating. But if a patient has to have a tooth removed, can a dental implant be placed in immediately? That's a great question. Um, and you're right. There are people that come in with trauma, they break teeth and, uh, 
unfortunately, when you break your tooth, tooth down too far, you, you know, you don't have any tooth structure there to, to repair, um, and put a crown on. So, uh, the only, um, uh, option is for an extraction. And, and your answer is, um, it depends on the area, um, where the, the tooth breaks. If you break one towards the front of your mouth, most of your teeth in the front have a single root. Um, but uh, those, if they, if we have to remove those, we can actually place the implant at the same time that we remove it. And for those reasons, the patient, you know, doesn't have to walk around with the missing tooth in that area. Um, we can actually, um, while the while the implant is healing up, we can um, we can actually just screw a temporary tooth right up into the implant, and the and the patient um, has has an existing tooth until the implant uh, heals up. In the back, it's a little bit different. You, um, you, um, on those big molars, you have three or four roots. And because of that, it creates a very big space when you take that tooth out. And for, we don't have enough um, bone in the area once we take that tooth out to place an implant uh, immediately. So for those reasons, we have to let the bone heal up and then we come back and place the implant. But um, it's a very good option to do it immediately if you can. And the reason uh, you, you want to do it immediately is because, um, it, like I said earlier in the show, it preserves that bone. And uh, you don't have to have necessarily a bone graft. Um, you can go straight in and put the implant um, in the actual socket where the, uh, the root of the tooth was. And then your bone will actually grow into the implant. Um, and it just stay, saves time and it saves an extra step. Um, and I, I believe it's, um, it saves us uh, some discomfort because you're going to have discomfort anyway, a little bit from an extraction when you remove a tooth. Um, you should just go ahead and if you can get that implant the same day and then um, there, you know, you're not going to have uh, uh, the discomfort when we place an implant, even though there's not as much discomfort. Um, but it does save time and it saves an extra visit to the office um, and that bone can, can be growing into that implant, which usually on the top. Uh, takes about four to six months. If it's a bottom tooth, it takes about two to three months um, to for that bone to grow in before we can actually put the final restoration in the implant. Gotcha. So we do have to uh, take that into account. And you know, you mentioned bone loss, but is, is everyone a candidate for dental implants, or are there certain medical conditions that might prevent someone from getting a dental implant? Um, well. The, the first thing we want to talk about is, is, is there any dental conditions that would keep someone from getting um, an implant? And that question um, is, and we've talked about it many, many times before, if a person has periodontal disease, um, they have a, a 10 times greater chance of losing the implant um, than someone who how, whose mouth is healthy. So if someone has um, uh, periodontal disease, um, if we go and place an implant, the implant won't, um, that bone that we talked about growing into the implant won't happen and the person, the body rejects it. So if, if a person hasn't had their teeth clean for a long time and they um, break a tooth and they come into our office with periodontal disease, then we have to treat the periodontal disease first before we can place that implant so that we have a successful implant placement um, because of the rejection. Um, the, there are some medical conditions that can um, hinder uh, the, the ex, uh, what we call the acceptance of the implant or the success of the implant. One of them being diabetes. Um, diabetics um, are known to have a greater risk of rejection of an implant. Um, uh, if we keep those A1C levels um, stable and uh, we, we see that their success rate is just as good as someone who didn't have 
um, uh, diabetes. But the key is keeping that A1C stable. You can't let it go up and down, up and down, up and down through the day. Um, so you have to be really, really um, diligent about checking it and about what the food you eat to keep that blood sugar stable. Or we do see an increase in rejections um, for dental implants in diabetics. And that's both one and two uh, types uh, of diabetes. Um, the other thing is smoking, and that's a, more of a habit than a medical condition. But smokers, uh, we see about 10 times um, a, a greater um, rejection rate. And the reason for that is um, when you smoke, your capillaries, which are these small veins that run in uh, through your gums and, and around your bone, they, t- they tend to withdraw. And um, that uh, creates a problem because when we place an implant, we need blood flow to help heal the area and when you don't have that blood flow then um bacteria can invade and then your body will reject the implant so smokers we have a major uh problem with with rejection so um, we do still do them on on smokers but we do caution them that um there is that greater risk one of the things that we found that's very interesting um is when we increase the vitamin d levels in patients we see a greater success rate and we actually um, encourage everyone to take it because a lot of people are low in vitamin D, um, especially seniors. Um, anybody over the age of 45 or 50, we are also seeing a low vitamin D level in their bloods. And that has um, also created um, a high rejection rate with implants. For, so for that reason, while the implant is, is healing up, and I recommend everyone to take it even when they're not getting an implant, is um, we, we put a patient on 5,000 IUs of vitamin D um, f- during the months that, that they're healing up. So as soon as we place the implant, we recommend that they take it for about six months to eight months while that implant is healing up. Um, and that's an easy thing to do. It's over the counter. It's a small pill per day. And um, even if you go out in the sun, a lot of people say, oh, I'm getting enough vitamin D. I'm, this is summertime. I'm going in the sun. Well, you don't if you're putting on sunscreen um, because it's blocking the vitamin D. You don't if you're wearing a lot of clothes because your skin's not exposed. And if you're older, you don't create as much vitamin D from the sun as, say, a younger person. So uh, for that reason, um, that's another indication. If you have low vitamin D, you can you can get a higher rejection rate. Um, but those are the main um, things that we see. If you do have a compromised immune system, um, that sometimes can cause a, a problem, but um, does usually can be handled by, you know, increasing um, a, a, your uh, vitamin intake and, and, and getting that immune system strong. So um, it's it's a highly successful treatment, but there are a few contraindications that we have to look out for. And um, the other thing is you got to have enough bone. So if you don't have enough bone in a given area, we can't place an implant. And uh, that's why I always recommend when you get a tooth out um, and you can't get the implant the same day that you do something called a socket preservation. We actually pack bone down into the um, socket so that your body can fill that area in with bone so that you don't have to have what we call a bone graft, which is a lot more invasive. That's good advice. I don't think most folks want to have to go through that. And it's good to know that there are options available for you, even if you can't have it placed immediately. If you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, maybe you have some questions about dental implants, you can go online to smileman.com. Mann has two ends at the end, smileman.com. 
Com. From there, you can very easily book an appointment. You can view the wide array of services that Dr. Mann and his team offer. And you can also find information about his three offices in Garner and Cary and in Fuquay. Smileman.com is the website to go to. The phone number to call is 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. We are taking a short break, but we will be right back. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Talking all about dental implants today, we went over uh, why this is a, a preferred place uh, method to replacing a tooth and who is uh, a great fit for it and who might not be a great fit. And Dr. Mann, I now want to get into how dental implants can really help patients who might have uncomfortable dentures. Tell us about how dental implants can help stabilize a patient's dentures. Well, one of the most uh, unpleasant things with with dentures is they tend to move around. Um, Remember, you've got uh, a lot of teeth on the top and a lot of teeth on the bottom, and they all act as individual units. Well, Replace those individual units with one unit on the top and one unit on the bottom, and that's what you have in a denture. So they tend to move around. So if you bite wrong on one side, it'll affect the other side. And uh, the great thing about um, dental implants is we can actually stabilize the dentures so that a patient can chew whatever they want. They won't move. They won't fall out. Um, You can imagine, you know, one of the things that denture wearers tell me is um, they're scared that they're going to fall out in public. Um, and that's one of the uh, reasons why you don't uh, see denture wearers laugh a lot. Um, you won't see them eat things that they think um, will cause them to fall out in public, like sticky things. So they're, they're, they're kind of compromising their social and uh, going to restaurants and things like that, their social life, because they're scared of that. Well, dental implants will keep that from happening. And it's a very easy process. We place the dental implants, uh, two on the bottom, four on the top if they have a full set, um, or they can they can be done if someone has just one denture on the top or bottom. Um, and what we do is um, we actually place female housings in the uh, pick up the female housings in the uh, denture, so we don't have to remake a person's denture unless they unless they want us to. But we pick up those um, female houses that snaps into the male part of um, what we call the abutment of the implant. And uh, once those snap in, those dentures will not move around. A patient can eat steak, corn on the cob. They can eat apples, bite directly into an apple, and they don't have to worry about those dentures moving or popping out. And uh, that's a great thing for people, um, not only for their health, because um, they're going to be eating more healthy foods instead of processed uh, foods that are that break down easily. But um, it's also going to help you know, with their social life. They're, they're, they're going to be able to laugh. They're going to be able to go to the restaurants and things like that, that that they may have avoided because of ill-fitting dentures or dentures that are that are loose. Um, and, and let me talk a little bit about that. All dentures, um, when you first get dentures, they fit really good usually, but all dentures will become loose. Uh, 
And the reason for that is, you're, as I stated earlier in the uh, program, when you lose your teeth, your body no longer spends any energy keeping the bone um, healthy. Uh, uh, so those ridges that you have will slowly deteriorate over time um, with dentures because you're putting pressure on the surface of the bone with dentures. And they don't like uh, the bone doesn't like surface pressure. It likes pressure deep down in the marrow. So once you put surface pressure on it, it basically starts eroding away. Um, and uh, implants will keep that from happening because, as I stated earlier, once we put those implants in, your dentures resting on those implants, keeping it very strong in your mouth. And when you start chewing, you're putting pressure on the implants. It's putting pressure deep into the bone, into that marrow. So your body's like, oh, wait, we got to take care of this bone and it'll continue to keep it healthy and it'll continue to lay down bone. And so that's another good reason why I think dental implants are so important to get them as soon as you can um, once you get your teeth removed, if you're going to be a denture wearer, because it will keep that bone from eroding. A lot of people will lose vertical dimension and uh, you can see that. And, and, you know, anybody listeners that have dentures, if you take your dentures out, you can see how you're, you basically collapse in your face. And that's, that's a loss of vertical dimension that's created by a loss of bone. Um, so, you know, you want to get them as quick as you can because that bone, once it gets down to a certain point, it's very, very hard to place implants unless you get bone grafts. So the quicker you can get those implants, the better you'll be and the happier you'll be with, with uh, your dentures because they won't move around and you can eat whatever you want. And it's a very simple, simple process. And uh, again, you can use your same denture. You don't have to get a new denture. So that's even another great thing about um, placing uh, dental implants uh, to, to stabilize dentures. Yeah, that seems like a, a win-win there is getting to keep the dentures that you already have. Uh, Dr. Mann, before we head out today, I need to ask you, does dental insurance help cover the cost of dental implants? Well, uh, they do. They're starting to help um, considerably, and that's a great thing because for so long, uh, they did not um, cover the placement of the dental implant. They would cover They would cover the actual tooth part that goes into the dental implant, but they wouldn't actually um, cover the, uh, placing the dental implant into the bone. And, uh, now we're starting to see more dental insurances help cover the costs or some of the cost of that. And, um, that's a great thing for, for those, um, patients who, you know, are, are hesitant about getting it because of the uh, affordability of it. Um, and we had that happen a lot because, um, they wouldn't cover the cost. Now, remember, you know, when you have a dental insurance plan, when you place that dental implant, you, um, you have a you have a waiting time before you can come and put that final uh, um, tooth in, so you can spread it out and you actually get more coverage from your dental in, uh, dental insurance. If say in the fall you get the dental implant placed, you you might max out your your dental insurance, but you get a new max come January first, and then you can place the actual tooth. Um, so you have you can time it so that your dental insurance will cover more of the process. Um, but you really, each individual should check their own dental insurance. Some dental insurance companies still aren't covering the placement part of it. Um, but we have our own, um, dental plan in our office. If you don't have dental insurance, that'll help offset some of the cost as well. Um, and, uh, you know, you can go to our website to learn more about the dental membership plan for those people who don't have dental insurance. And that website is smileman.com dot com smile man man with two n's 
Com. There you can also book an appointment to see Dr. Mann. You can also find uh, information about all the services that he and his team provide, and you can find information about the three locations. Dr. Mann has a location in Cary, a location in Garner, and a location in Fuquay, Verena. If you prefer to call the office, the phone number is 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week's show? We are going to be talking about sleep apnea and snoring. Excellent, excellent. Those are always Any snores out there. It's Father's Day. I know there's a lot of fathers <laughs> there, you know, snores. So we're going to talk about that. But I did want to give a shout out to all those fathers and thank them for all that they do and wish them a, a wonderful, happy Father's Day. And happy Father's Day to you as well, Dr. Mann. I know uh, your family loves and adores you for all that you do. And we love and adore you here at WPTF as well. We're always uh, happy to have you on. We well, love, we love you too, Jason. <laughs> and, uh, and hey, look, you, you got little ones. So. You're right in the thick of things like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got our work cut out for us. But we do have to run. We hope that you will join us again next Sunday at 4.30. This has been Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a great weekend and have a great Father's Day. <laughs>